Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Titans Time Podcast, your Tennessee Titans podcast for the Pigskin Podcast Network. I'm your host, Tyler Staggs, and man, it has been a minute since I've been live on YouTube, since I've had a, a podcast up. Just, you know, crazy things going on, whether it be uh, trying to help my wife out with this new business that she's trying to start up or for her other job, uh, having to do some things here and there for that. And, of course, you know, hey, we had a little vacation this past weekend, a little getaway. That was nice. Got to reset, refocus, and, but, man, it feels good to be back, and I'm ready to talk some Titans football with y'all and just Tennessee sports in general. You can see, if you're watching on YouTube, rocking the orange tonight, the Tennessee Volunteers, I mean, man, this uh, this season, it's feeling special. And got a great show for you tonight. We got our buddy Titans Rossi coming on with us, and we're going to be talking about a couple different things. Of course, it's been announced that we are for sure getting a new stadium for the Titans, hoping to have that up by 2026. Also have Delaney Walker, who retired as a Titan today. And like I said, big weekend for Tennessee sports. So, you know, we're going to talk about the Vols ending that 15-year losing streak to Alabama. So, it's going to be a great time. Now, if you're watching here on YouTube, need you to back out of the live chat for a minute and make sure to hit that subscribe button if you haven't already trying to hit 800 to 1,000 subscribers before the end of this year, and I really appreciate all the help. Also, go ahead and smash that like button. That helps the show grow even more, and share the video out. Let's get more fans in here. Let's get Vols fans in here. Let's get Titans fans in here. If you're just a fan of the NFL or NCAA football, we want y'all in here for this show talking with us. Now, the audio version will be up later tonight 
of this podcast, make sure to go check that out on Stitcher, Spotify, Apple Podcast. Follow the podcast on those platforms. Leave a five-star rating. Leave a review, questions. Love all the interaction. Also, can find me on social media, on Twitter, at Titans underscore time. Instagram, at Titans time. Uh, or that's TikTok, actually, is at Titans time. Instagram, Titans Time Podcast. Facebook, Titans Time. Now, got to get our buddy in here with us. So, bringing in Titans Rossi. Buddy, how you doing tonight? Uh, I'm doing pretty good, man. I've been a little under the weather last few days. But, you know, I couldn't be happier uh, about the Tennessee win. Um, as you can see, I got the good old kneeling behind me. And uh, it's it's been a good, you know, good past few days, other than being under the weather. You know, I'm excited about the Colts game coming up. Of course, I'll be at that game. And uh, so, yeah, it's uh, we've got some, got some football ahead of us. We do. And, you know, you mentioned Neyland being in the background there behind you. We got to get Neyland in the background for us <laughs> after that win over Alabama. And, I mean – the fireworks going off. There's a lot to celebrate. And, uh, of course, we got to get to the comments from everyone in the chat here. Got Derek saying, go Vols and tighten up. That's right, Derek. Got my wife saying, tighten up. Excited for this game. Um, Derek says, Preds are on right now, too. Power Hour says, hey, that's not Titans colors. Power Hour, you're right, man. But... After this weekend, I mean, we got to bring a little bit of orange to the show and support the Vols as right. well. And I, I seen you on TikTok lighting up that cigar. I had my cigar as well. Had to celebrate that Tennessee <laughs> victory the right way. Um, got Bryce in the chat saying, what's up, Bryce? Hope you're doing well. My wife's saying, smash that like uh, button and saying that my TikTok is blowing up. Check it out. And... Hey, you know, it was growing a little bit. Something's going on with my last two videos that I've tried to upload. For some reason, they're not showing up. So TikTok, I'm going to need you to get your shit together on that because it's irritating me a little bit. Or at least get back to me and let me know why those videos aren't going up. And Derek says, how are you still in kneeling, Rossi? And Rossi, I know... Here. You were the one who took part of the checkerboard field, wasn't it? Weren't you? Yeah. Yeah, I was. That was oh, uh, trying to make a little bit of profit online there. <laughs> and like, a, we will get more into that Tennessee-Bama game a little bit later. But first, we mainly talk about the Titans on this channel. But... And that's where we have to keep our focus starting out. Delaney mm. Walker officially retired as a Titan today. And, you know, when I was seeing that, as far as free agent acquisitions go and everything, Delaney Walker was one of the best, arguably the best free agent signing we've had right. over the years. I mean, he was a cornerstone for helping turn this team around and turn the culture around. And, 
you know, you do also have the comments that he made not long ago about how, you know, playing in Tennessee, you're not necessarily going to get up to that Hall of Fame status. But it is nice mm-hmm. to see him actually retiring as a Titan. Of course, you go back, look at the injury he had, and you're like, man, if that hadn't happened, you know, what, what will we be looking at right now? Will we still be having these tight end troubles that we've had over the last couple of years? Or would, you know, Delaney be leading our tight end room and us actually be okay at that position? But what's your thoughts on Delaney Walker officially retiring as a Tennessee Titan? Uh, no, it makes me happy to the, that he retired a Titan. I think he, you know, as far as, I would say for him, and and obviously it is because he retired a Titan, that the most meaningful moments of his career career was with us. Um, You know, he kind of started the turnaround a little bit there. Um, 2019, we were nine and seven. That's when we went to the, he was hurt that year, but that's where we went. He played some. That's when we went to the AFC championship game. Mm -hmm. Um, and I think that turnaround even started a little bit before that, maybe 2017 was when it started the, the nine, the little streak of nine and sevens that we had. So it started to kind of, the culture started changing with him. Um, I think he's, you know, arguably, um, one of the best tight ends in franchise history. Um, you know, he's definitely up there, uh, you know, some people say he's better than Wycheck, um. You know, I think it's hard to compare them both, but I think they're kind of 1A and 1B for me. But um, I just, uh, I, I love it, man. I, I think he, I, I was kind of, I was a little bit surprised in a way just because he had said some things about the Titans uh, last year or whatever, but I don't think he really meant too much by it. I think it was just something on a podcast he was saying, but. Um, but I'm, I'm happy. I'm happy for the, the fan base. I'm happy for him. And, um, you know, he, he's a legend. Yeah, for sure. And, I mean, fans all over Twitter and everywhere have been showing him love today ever since the news come out that he yeah. was going to be retiring a Titan. I mean, this fan base is grateful for what he was able to do with this organization. And like you said, you know, some people you could probably make the argument that he's you know maybe the best tight end that we've had i'm kind of like you i liked uh Wycheck as well you know maybe the biggest difference was delaney when you got the ball in his hands he could make a little bit more happen than Wycheck uh could right. uh of course i'm trying to think back to my that would have been when i was a lot younger than i am now trying to think back to the Wycheck days. So that's a little bit harder to think yeah. to than since the Delaney era, but go ahead. No, I was just going to say the thing with Wycheck and, and they, and I was watching Buck's show just a little bit before this show came on, but the thing with Wycheck was, it was a whole different era. You know what I mean? A mm-hmm. whole different time of football then, you know I mean? You're talking about two totally different offenses which 
kind of similar in a way to be honest, <laughs> sadly. <laughs> but um uh, I must say, I are mean, the offenses really that different? It really, yeah, when you come to think of it, they're really not. But I mean, but yes, they were too, because you had like you had Derek Mason and you had Wycheck. Those were your main go-to guys in the passing game. Then you had mm-hmm. Dyson here and there. But it, if there was a first down to be had through the air, it was more than likely going to Wycheck yep. or D-Mace on a slant or something. But Wycheck just had like a – he had a moxie about him, you know? Like he had this kind of – he embodied – Nashville, you bodied Tennessee. Yep. Like it, it was him. And and I remember these days because that's when I started watching them when they first came here. But it was him, Eddie, and Steve. That was those were like the three dudes, yep. you know, the three tough guys. Um played hurt. Eddie played hurt. Steve played hurt. Wycheck played hurt all the time. They just they kind of had that trio of toughness, you know. And I, uh, that's why it's hard for me to compare them both to compare Wycheck and, and Delaney, just cause Delaney was a, just a different type of player. I mean, he was more athletic, um, mm-hmm. more of the, the prototypical tight end of, of this generation, you know? Um, right. Yeah. A, so a guy it's who hard for me to compare, like you mentioned, Wycheck was a guy you need a first down. You go to him. He's going to be your possession right. guy to keep, you know, like the chains moving. And Delaney was a guy, he could do that. He could block, but he could also, hey, yeah, you get the ball on his hands and he's getting those yak yards. Like he's, yeah, he's liable to take off and score a long touchdown, breaking tackles along the way. So, yeah, I am glad that he is. He retired a Titan. I think that that is the correct way to end his career there. And now I want to switch focus from talking about Delaney to talking about some more news that we got, and that is the Titans will be getting a new stadium. It will be a dome, so no retractable roof. Going to be a dome. Hoping to have it done by the start of the 2026 season. So, hey, only four years away. So, looking forward to that. Now, we do know that the seating in this stadium, right now, Nissan Stadium holds like 68, 69,000 people. The seating for this new stadium will be. 55 to 60,000 people. So they're cutting it down some, but pretty much said, hey, we're going to cut it down and make it more enjoyable Uh for the fans that are there. And I want to get your thoughts on that. I mean, you're cutting out several thousand seats there. And I know over the last couple years, more people have been going to Titans games at the same time. We have saw a lot of opposing fans in the tit- in Nissan Stadium. But right. how do you feel about the fact that the seating is going to be less? 
I don't really like that. I mean, it seems like, you know, we're going to be one of the smaller NFL stadiums in the country. Um, I was looking at the stadium, the biggest, the smallest, the, the list um, on Wikipedia today. Um, I wish we could at least be at like 65 or something, 63, mm-hmm. uh, definitely not under 60. I mean, it, we should be at least at 60. Um, right. I get it. I mean, we're, we're a smaller market team. Um, I do get that. I, I don't also understand that with it being Nashville and the new Nashville and the way things have been the last 15 years, this stadium is going to be amazing. You know, mm-hmm. I, I guarantee you that it's going to have all the bells and whistles, probably going to have a honky tonk in it, probably going to have <laughs> bars and all. I mean, this stadium's probably going to be something like we've never seen before on the inside. You know what I mean? There's probably going to be right. so much stuff going on, entertainment, food, all that stuff. They're going to, knowing how Nashville has done it up with the draft, with all the, the, the four story honky tonks down Broadway and all that stuff. (laughs) They're going to do it big and they're going to make it awesome. And they're going to make it a place where people from all around the world are going to want to come and experience. And I do like that aspect of it, but I I wish they would at least, it would at least be 60,000. And I, I like the dome idea. Um, not against it, you know, Mm -hmm. um, I just I worry about the turf um, with the yep. injuries that we hell we can't even stay healthy on regular grass let let alone turf but right um, hopefully by hopefully by 2026 we'll have those injury this little injury bug gone you know I, I mean we thought to we were gonna have it gone this year there. yeah we we thought we were gonna have it gone this year buddy and Lord, it's not looking man. like it but. Yeah, I was kind of like you. Whenever I first seen that the capacity was going to be fifty five to sixty thousand, I was like, "Man, that just seems a little low to me." Yeah. I thought the sweet spot was kind of going to be around that sixty five thousand because then, yes, you're still cutting out about four thousand seats, and you know, I'm just thinking about looking at Nissan Stadium now for these home games, like, yeah, you'll look around and see some empty seats, but I don't think you're seeing even 4,000 empty seats there in the stadium when the Titans are playing. So now you're talking about cutting out, like, 9,000 seats. You know, hey, they shouldn't have a problem feeling it. And I see Derek's comment about uh, hoping that they change the capacity before it gets built. Don't see how the Super Bowl will ever come to the league's smallest stadium. I mean, the bigger, the biggest draw for that will be the fact of it being in Nashville, them actually having a dome, and I'm sure they will find ways to, you know, get more people in there. And I know A to Z talked about this on their show with the stadium, um, and they brought up some good points about how by having less seats, you know, you do get more fan experiences in there that they can focus on building up and making it a great experience being there. You get, um, you know, the seating, how they'll be able to do it, you'll have a good view 
all the way around. They brought up good points about how the dome makes more sense than a retractable roof because the retractable roof, think about how much it actually gets opened up and then if something were to mess up, how much those repairs cost, it does make more sense just to go with the dome and not worry about that. And just, but all the events that it opens up to for Nashville, I mean, it's going to be good for the city. So, so if we, if, if our stadium only, if, if we're at 60,000 or under, and I'm looking at the list right now, we, we're going to have the lowest capacity stadium in the country for NFL. Right now, the lowest oh, wow. is Soldier Field in Chicago. Mm-hmm. And that's 61,000. Hmm. So we would have the Man. lowest, we, we would be the lowest capacity. The, the highest is, um, probably Dallas MetLife stadium, new oh, the giants MetLife. and jets, 82,000. And then Lambo 81 and then a and T or Dallas, which is 80,000. Yeah. All right. Yeah. That, that makes sense. Um, so, yeah, and I mean, like you said, I, I, I get it. We are a smaller market team. Um, you know, we're not Dallas. We're not New York, New Jersey. Like, you know, we can't do, if they can't fill up 69,000 seats, we definitely can't jump up to, you know, like that seventy-five, eighty thousand 80,000 range. But... All right. Maybe maybe they do find a way to add a little bit more and get us somewhere between sixty and sixty five thousand uh for the capacity. But talking about the turf, um and this was one thing that I I kind of disagreed with when they were talking about it on A to Z is how you, you hope kind of like how with the injuries and everything and modern mess and how it uh, keeps improving, you hope that the turf keeps improving and that maybe it's not as bad as some of these older stadiums that have turf. But I look at SoFi Stadium, which hasn't been done that long, and you think to like Odell's injury on that field where it was non-contact, and I'm like, I'm like you. The turf is the only thing that really concerns me with the stadium. But I get it. Right. You know, the turf makes more sense than real grass in there. And Power Hour says, Derek, I can assure you the NFL will put a Super Bowl in Nashville. The uh, made money when the 2019 draft was there. Smaller stadium, but you can build a field-level bar or indoor pavilion which could add on an additional 5,000 people. And yeah, I mean, they're going to find a way to make it work. Just like Power Hour mentioned, the NFL, they seen the turnout for that draft. Like, now you talk about bringing the biggest game of the year to Nashville. Yeah, yeah they'll find a way to make that work. So, but... I don't. You know, I don't think they would have. I don't think they would have done it if they wouldn't. If they if they would have known they wouldn't got a Super Bowl. Like I, 
I think yeah. they know in the back of their minds we're going to get a Super Bowl here, you know. So, I yeah. I think that there's those guys. They have whole teams of people who mm. research this stuff, who are reaching out to resources, and you know they already know that. Okay, if we build it this way, we're going to get a Super Bowl. Like it's yeah, that you know, I mean, they're going to be back and forth talking with the league and being like, "Hey, look, we know we need a new stadium." We yeah. want to have a Super Bowl here. What do we need to do? Like, we'll build right. a dome. What do we need to do to make sure we get it here? And the NFL is going to work yeah. with them. And again, it's one of those things where the draw of it, Nashville growing like crazy, it mm-hmm. they're going to find a way to make it happen. So, right. but I, I'm excited for the stadium. I can't wait to see. I'm ready to see what it's going to look like. Uh, you know, bring me, give me all the drawings. I want to see the concept for this stadium and see what we're going to be looking at. So some exciting things going on there. And really, as far as just what's going on with the Titans, only other thing I feel like we could really hit on that had any kind of importance over the last couple of days was the fact that uh, Josh Gordon did get released from their practice squad. I know you had put out uh, a tweet or two about that saying that, hey, from what my understanding is, Titans aren't too impressed with them. And I think Vrabel pretty much, you know, said that in uh, his press conference in – Maybe not exactly, but, you know, hey, they let him go. It was, I mean, I can't blame him for trying with him. Bringing him in, bringing him in, giving him a shot. Um, it, it doesn't hurt. I think when I was texting some people about it, when they first brought him in, I was like, I'm not going to get too excited about it. Like, he's one of these guys who... He's been suspended a lot. Does he still have some in the tank? You know, I, I'm not going to expect him to be the prime Josh Gordon and go out there and just be lighting up defenses. But if he does, then okay. But that was really the only other thing with the Titans. And Power Hour says that he'll also say the SEC could rotate their championship game with Atlanta and Nashville on a yearly basis to shake things up. And, yeah, that was something that uh, I thought about as well. I mean, just you get so many more – there's going to be so many more events in Nashville with a domed stadium that it's going to be good for the city. More concerts. You don't have to worry about them getting rained out. Potential SEC championship game. Even the basketball. WrestleMania. yeah, WrestleMania. I mean, the WWE pretty much already told them at SummerSlam, like, hey, if y'all build a dome stadium, WrestleMania will be coming to Nashville. Yeah, So, definitely. So, so many things. And Power Hour says, got to head out, everyone. Heading to Atlanta tomorrow. Take care and tighten up. Power Hour, have a safe trip to Atlanta. Tighten yeah, up buddy. to you as well, buddy. Have a great night. And, Rossi, before 
we jump in to talking about the Vols and Bama game. I do mm-hmm. want to jump into the best bets segment presented by DraftKings. And since I mentioned the Vols and Bama game, I got to set up a little scene for everybody. I want you to think back if you watch that game. Time's running down. Tennessee gets in field goal range, takes the timeout to have two seconds left on the clock. Kicker goes out there. They're lining up the special teams. All Tennessee fans, their hearts are beating out of their chest because they know this right here could be the moment. This could be it. I know for me personally, I'm thinking back to the kick in like 2009, I believe it was, and Terrence Cody for Alabama coming through the line and blocking the game-winning field goal what would have been the game-winning field goal for the Vols. But now also think about tie game. Tennessee needs something to happen. Kickers lining up for an onside kick. Chances of getting the ball back are slim. Stakes are high. Tension's getting higher. Pulse is racing. He kicks it. You watch the ball bounce. And what you can do is make every play feel this exciting with DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL and their unbeatable offers. Right now, new customers can make any $5 NFL bet and get $200 in free bets if your team wins. Now, in addition to the usual bets, everyone can boost their winnings with DraftKings stepped-up same-game parlays. And to make things... Even sweeter, you can throw down on all stepped-up same-game parlays once per game all season long. Simple. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use promo code TPPN to get $200 in free bets if your team wins. Just place a $5 bet on any football game, on any NFL football game, only at DraftKings Sportsbook using code TPPN, and you get $200 in free bets if your team wins. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See the show details for more on all of this. And my best bet is just going to be an offer that DraftKings is throwing out there. Now, DraftKings did bite me in the butt last night for the Monday night football game. They had a boost for Justin Herbert, boosting him to throw only one touchdown pass. Boosted the odds from minus 800 to plus 100. So if it hits, you double your money. Yeah, Justin Herbert did not throw a touchdown pass. So that one come back to bite me. But to make up for it, DraftKings, for the NBA season starting up, they are boosting Kevin Durant for tomorrow night. Today is... Tuesday, October 18th. So for October 19th, they're boosting Kevin Durant to score 20-plus points to plus 100 odds. So you have a chance to double your money there. I mean, it's KD. It's going to be opening night of the NBA season for him. I think he's dropping 20-plus. 
this is not betting advice. Just my thoughts on what might be a good idea to look at. And now, Rossi, we can jump in to talking about the Vols and Bama. And, I mean, pretty much what you can say about this game is, I mean, you can kind of see it in the background here if you're watching on YouTube, how the team is running all over the field. The fans are already starting to climb out on the field to storm the field. Just a crazy scene in Knoxville. And that is from 15 straight years of losing to Bama, from never beating Saban up until this point, but also from the fact of we've gone through, I think it's like four coaches in the last 10 years, and now we finally feel like we're back on the right track. But the thing to really let us know, hey, Tennessee's back is getting over that hump of beating Alabama. What were your thoughts and emotions after that kick went through? Because, man, it was a roller coaster there watching that knuckleball just barely make it over the uprights. (laughs) Um, You know, I I grew up a Tennessee fan. Before the Titans came around, that's we were diehard Vols fans. I mean, my mom, I remember my first uh, Vols game was actually, I went and saw Heath Shuler play. Um, so we're talking, mm-hmm. this is, I mean, I was probably 10 years old or something then. Um, and uh, I remember they played like the Louisville Cardinals. And I remember watching Shuler and he just, we destroyed him. Um but I mean, yeah, so I've, I've had a lot of good memories going to Knoxville with my, when my dad was around when he was alive and with the family and, you know, I've seen us get our tails kicked many times by Alabama <laughs> and it just, it was like this coming of age moment, man, where, where you finally, after all these years, you know, we, we've wanted to get back to where we were with Phil Fulmer, you know, those, mm-hmm five, six, seven, eight years where we were a legitimate top 10 team. You know, we, we had those just awesome teams, awesome quarterbacks, and we just haven't had that. We haven't found the right coach um, ever since Fulmer left. Um, And it's just a, it's just like, it's it's a big deal. It's a big deal for Tennessee fans. I mean, this is this is we finally have kind of got to this point where we are a legitimate top ten program again. You know, our recruiting's mm-hmm. getting better and better. We got a guy coming in next year. Um, now we got yep. Milton, who's <laughs> of course going to start, but we got a guy coming in that Nico dude. Um, he he looks he looks incredible. He's like the number two or three quarterback in the country. Nico may come in and take that job from Milton next year. Yeah, I mean, dude, he, that like kid you said, looks he's phenomenal. Um, so you know, this program is is on the up and up, and and you know they got to take care of some business. Um, and and coming up with Kentucky and. Um, Kentucky's got that quarterback coming back. Uh, Wise, you know he's 
he's a pretty darn mm-hmm. good quarterback. Um, they they got to take care of some business. Um, of course, Georgia's looming. Um, I think Georgia's beatable. I think if we beat Alabama, we can beat Georgia. You know, now that's going to be in Georgia. Yeah. Um, but we got an opportunity to really do something this year, and I'm man, I'm so excited. I can't I can't tell you how excited I watched so many reaction videos, different fans and their houses. And I did it there. There was a, a Twitter thread that I had retweeted, but I watched every video on, there was probably 50 videos of families in their houses going crazy. Um, mm-hmm. Watched all the videos of them carrying the goalposts down to the river and down main <laughs> street and all that. Um so I, I think it's great, man. I, I think it's, I think it's, you know, this is what Knoxville is supposed to be like. Um, yeah. And I mean, this is just what that rivalry is supposed to be like. Right. I mean, you know, the, the blowouts and everything. Yes. That's nice. If you are on the right side of that blowout, but, and I've seen where other people have said this, that college football is just so much better when you have a couple of teams like this, especially in a big Mm -hmm. rivalry, that are good. When you have Tennessee coming in to where they're at now, of course, Alabama's been dominant, even Georgia with what they've been able to do. And I'm glad you made a great point. Like, Tennessee and Tennessee fans don't need to look too far ahead. We don't need to just jump to our next focus being Georgia. Honestly, we need to be focused on this next week against UT Martin, homecoming. Hope that everyone's not too hungover from this Alabama game, and because that would be something else, beat Bama and then follow it up by losing to UT Martin. But then we still got to beat Kentucky before we worry about Georgia. And... Mm-hmm. You mentioned that, you know, Georgia, yes, they look pretty good, but I honestly think Alabama is a better team than Georgia. I was looking at Georgia's schedule today, and they really haven't, they haven't played anyone yet this year. And in some of the games that they have played, it's been a lot closer than it should have been. And if they play like that against Tennessee, Tennessee's going to run off and leave them. And, but coming back to this game, I was glad that Bryce Young played and got to give props to Bryce Young. I mean, the, the dude is great. I mean, just the way he was able to improvise back there in the pocket, we had pressure on him. He was able to escape it, extend plays like crazy, like he's, there's a reason why he's one of the top prospects for the draft. And then even um, the running back for Alabama, I'm blanking on his name right now, but that dude is yeah, what's his fast. Name? I mean, when he... Grimes? What was his name? Uh, I'll look it up. Something like that. I Yeah, uh, Gibbs, Jamar Gibbs. Gibbs, yes. I mean, when he decides to hit that next gear, he hits it and is gone. And I I do think this we could see a rematch between these two teams 
in Atlanta that be for the SEC championship. And but obviously, like I said, don't want to look too far ahead. Hendon Hooker had an amazing game. Definitely has to be in the running for the Heisman. I mean, the dude's playing on another level. We didn't even have our best receiver in Cedric Tillman out there. So this team can still take another step when he gets back. But Jalen Hyatt, I mean, the dude has, if you look at a game for a receiver, he was really only one more touchdown away from an absolutely perfect day because the dude had six catches for like 207 yards and five of those six catches went for touchdowns. The only way it could have been any better is if all six catches would have been for touchdowns. So, I mean, this offense is explosive. The defense looked pretty good. And I honestly, first quarter was what was surprising to me because they looked like they were going to run away with it at first. But can't overlook Bama. If it does come down to a rematch, no matter the outcome, I could potentially see both teams making it to the college football playoffs. And, you know, hey, maybe both of them make it to that and then we see a rematch for the national championship. Like, yeah, I mean, college football, they're about that money too. So whatever game is going to draw the most interest, they're kind of going to be rooting for. And Alabama and Tennessee meeting up for a third time in a season and it being for a national championship, and to decide crazy. who who wins the series that year, I mean that that's got money wrote all over it. <laughs> so yeah, that would be nuts. But yeah, I mean, like I said, this game just it's what Tennessee fans have been waiting on over the last fifteen years. We've had a couple of games that were close calls that we were right there with them. Even last year, up until the fourth quarter. We were with them. Our defense just got tired. And after that, we couldn't keep up with them. But right. I, I think it's safe to say that Tennessee football is back. And it's, it's they're back. still just going to keep putting back. people on notice. We're number so, three in the country. When's the last time we've been third in the country? I mean, I couldn't even tell you. I know. But I mean, that's crazy, man. I I did want to, like I said, we I wanted to talk about them tonight and just cover all the sports in Tennessee in this show, give props to the Vols, talk about things going on with the Titans. And, of course, I appreciate you coming on with us tonight, buddy. Uh, always a blast having you on. Everyone, yeah, if course. you don't already... Go subscribe to Rossi on YouTube. Just type in Titans Rossi. His link will be in the description. Follow him on Twitter, at Titans Rossi. Like I said, always a blast having him on. We just wanted to come on here. You know, we talked before the show. Weren't going to make the show too long. Just wanted to hit on these things, get y'all's opinions on things. And like I said, it's been a while since I've done a show. And I was ready to be back talking with y'all because we truly enjoy this. We enjoy talking about the teams that we love, even if they 
piss us off sometimes. And we Tigers. enjoy talking with y'all. Yeah. <laughs> cough, cough. <laughs> uh, you know, just talking with y'all and getting y'all's opinions and just having this Titans community to come and talk to. it It's a blast. Y'all make sure go follow me as well on social media. Twitter is at Titans yeah. underscore time. TikTok at Titans time. Instagram Titans time podcast. Facebook Titans time. As I mentioned, the audio version of this podcast will be up a little bit later. Stitcher, Spotify, Apple podcast. Go check it out on all those platforms. Follow the show on those platforms. Leave a five-star rating and a review. If you're still here watching on YouTube, back out at live chat. Make sure if you haven't already, hit that subscribe button. Hit that bell notification so you never miss when I go live, when I upload a new video. I do plan on having another stream and pod out this week for the Colts uh, matchup coming up this Sunday in Nissan Stadium. Here's to hoping we sweep them again this year. And I was hoping the Jaguars sure. were going to beat the Colts this past week, and then we could put the nail in the coffin. But now we just need to focus on knocking knocking the Colts back down again, getting that sweep. But also, smash that like button. Share this video out. Been appreciating everyone in the chat tonight. Uh, Derek saying Hemden hooker um i like the hooker for heisman myself there uh derek saying preds are winning 1-0 have a great night guys derek you have a great night you as too, well buddy. tighten up uh damon saying tighten up tighten up to you as well damon and yes up, go damon. balls you know go big orange and really that's gonna be all that we have for y'all tonight. This has been Titans Time, and as always, tighten up. Tighten up, guys. Oh, I'm sweat on my brow.